Anyway, that's not what we're doing today. Today we're doing... Well, let's oh. get into it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chew Bubblegum and Kick, kick ass. ass. Kick Ass. Um, I'm going to kick some ass. I'm, I'm here to kick some ass. I'm here to kick ass. I'm here to I'm chew one... some bubblegum. <laughs> I'm here to chew some I'll ass. I'll leave the ass kicking to you guys. Yeah. I'm here to chew some ass and kick some bubblegum. <laughs> Ooh. Emphasis on the ass chewing. <laughs> Emphasis on chew. Uh, <laughs> I am one of hosts, Brett Battostain. Oh, hi, hi Brett. Brett. Hi. Chewbacca, that's too much to say. I'm going to call you Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get that quote framed and put on the wall in this studio. <laughs> I can go around calling you Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm another host. My name is Chewbacca. <laughs> That's a little long. <laughs> I'm Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. I'm Tucker. Hey, Hi, Tucker. Hey, guys. What's up, Tuck? I'm much. What's going We're on? here to declare- hey, it's Tucker, a, a man in oh, his dream. Hi. Tucker, a man in his dream. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, we're here to declare a winner of our Second Chances series, or uh, abbreviated Bleep series. Bleep bloop. We uh, did our that. nominees last week. I'm there just going to- just get right it. Let's just that. get it. Let's get it. Just ignore him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes I gotta. Sometimes I feel like I sometimes. gotta. Sometimes. <laughs> Guys, I'm 95% of the time. I'm always surprised that my mic is on. <laughs> um, we're, I, the the uh, energy in here is mellow. Electric. It's quite, oh. quite mellow. Oh. It's rainy right. and cold. It's rainy and cold, and we had to skip a week from when we nominated yeah. our our, yeah. our movies to now, and I feel like perhaps the because we're so excited for our next, next series. Yeah, the enthusiasm. Yeah. The enthusiasm, is, is I feel like, for this maybe has waned a little bit. A little bit. But I am... I did watch all three of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Groundhog Day last week, and then uh, was ready to blast through the next two. Oh my god! Oh, I broke it up a little time. bit more. Had extra time, so then inside Ewan, watched. I watched that this morning actually. Nice. And uh, watched Attack of the Block. Uh, Attack the Block a few days ago. <laughs> I gotta say though, block. I was really happy to revisit these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody didn't listen to our last episode, you're, you're a fool, but I'll just do a Fucking quick moron. recap. Yeah, what's wrong with you? So second <laughs> chances, what we're doing is we're taking movies that have lost in our previous series and were killed off and erased from movie canon. We're, yep. we're reaching They're into gone. the void yeah. and erased from giving mystery. them uh, a second chance. We're, right. we're, we peed on their graves. Yeah. And we are we've p- peed fire on their graves, or I on guess we're corpses. this is we're, now we've peed fire on the graves to bring them back. No, no, yes. no. I guess we're deciding on which grave shall we pee. Oh, right. yes, upon <laughs> upon which grave exactly. shall we to bring pee. back? Yeah. yeah. Um. So my pick was for Groundhog Day, which lost to Midsummer in mm-hmm. the Mids- off-brand oh, holiday. Midsummer, yes, Midsommar. yes, that's right. That's, that's right. And then Dylan picked. My pick was Attack the Block, which was I think your pick or mm-hmm. your pick from. Uh, it was my pick from the Tall mo- Building movies, right? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. original. Lost yeah, which to lost to Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Tucker picked Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, Ewan. 
No, Lewin. And how do you spell that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> a L- I, 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 uh, he, Every time I write it down, I just go L and yeah. then scribble marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which lost, lost to, to Raising Arizona yeah. and our Cohen brothers. Yeah. Really tied the room together. Really uh, tied. Yeah. 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 Now, I had a great time watching all of these. I feel like I got a lot out of revisiting them all mm-hmm. since it had been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, had a for, lot out of it? What did you get out of it? Yeah, I actually feel like I did get a lot you, out of you it. You grew a lot? I feel mm-hmm. like there were things about Groundhog Day that I had grown in appreciation for me mm-hmm. that I was a little, had never really clicked for me before. And then Attack the Block, I feel like, is always a fun one to go back and movie. watch. I fucking love that movie. And I was self-conscious about, as soon as I left after our nomination, I was like, that's not <laughs> you can't go against those two movies. <laughs> it was on my list. It's. I mean, it was on my list too. Sure, it, it's a tough. It's a, a short list. <laughs> yeah, but it's a tough. It would, yeah, against any of these is. T- I mean, l- let's just go. Let's go. So, let's fucking go. So our we we got our categories on how we're gonna rate these. We got best in show, most Hello. unexpected, rewatchability factor, and then cry Marcho part two. Marcho, <laughs> Marcho Grax, Marcho Grax, Marcho um, Grax. What? So we'll go through these sure. and we'll we'll discuss Gracks. Gracks. what what we think Gracks. deserves the point for each of these categories and whoever gets the most points will have their grade pissed upon and then brought back to life and the other two will remain uh, dead forever. Fire yeah. pissed by a dog, though, right? And I think did the we rest just... will just take their bones and throw them into the trunk of a <laughs> junked car. Yeah, somewhere. just leave them there for decades. Yeah, I think we or also... six or seven years. <laughs> um, uh, and do we did we decide Ooh. the losers are? All vanished com- all, ba- oh, oh, from the future table, from future from any future of this? second chances resurrection uh yeah. yes i think that's i mean i, I don't think so. we have to hold ourselves to anything now against some future version of ourselves talking about this but i think right now yes I okay think that they are yeah, off yeah. the table i mean we've got to give it we stakes, might change those. right yeah we might change those rules at some point <laughs> yeah oh you got to give it stakes. who cares <laughs> but right now let's be real cutthroat so these movies are gone. Oh my god! We um, will spend our lives tried, roaming the earth, erasing every copy. <laughs> and do, do we say these are all one pointers? Like yeah. each category is one point. How many categories? Yeah. There's we have four categories. Yeah, one point is good. Okay. okay. I think I have a feeling that the winner is going to just materialize. Obviously, <laughs> very quickly. Uh, I think we should start with rewatchability. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Boy. This is tough. Sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I mean, go ahead. I've been yammering for a while. I noticed. <laughs> I find. <laughs> I'm okay. So moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I well, okay. For me, mm-hmm. for moi, rewatchability. I mean, there's a no-brainer for me for these three films. I mean, Groundhog Day me is too. fucking rewatchable at any time. It's a movie that anytime it's on. Not that I have cable and watch TV anymore, but. It's the kind of movie that I can just see like walking past this, seeing it on and just stopping to watch. If you're in like a waiting room or something, like watching it intently, that kind of yes. thing. Like it, and it, you can pick it up at any point in the film and just be on board and enjoy the ride. Yeah. And it's also, it's got the, cause it was originally, oh yeah, off brand holidays that it lost in, mm-hmm. but it, it satisfies that like before we started recording, we're talking about like watching star Wars on a, on a, um, on a holiday or something for a revisit. This is the kind of movie that you would just throw. I would just throw on 
to just have on and just watch and not care that I've already seen. Like instead of the 24 hours of a Christmas story, it should be 24 hours of Groundhog Day. That's <laughs> yeah. almost like be... non-rewatchable. Should ask me. It's like I'm just gonna put it on and not watch it. Well, no, it's just it, a perfect movie to put on and not watch. I'm not saying not watch That's it. I'm saying, I'm saying pick it up anywhere and yeah. it's watchable from that point. Yeah, and and it's enjoyable. I don't know that no that satisfies the category though. Oh, you're, you're you're trying. You're trying. No, I'm not trying. You're trying. I am. I am all the way. Go ahead. In inside Lewin Davis. Of course, you for this one. I think this one is like it's it's interesting every time oh, yeah. i find new things in it i'm always i love the tone of it the feeling of it it's super cozy balls mm-hmm. agreed 100 percent agreed. Um, i just for me rewatchability entails feeling like throwing it on at any moment and inside lewin davis i need to be in in the right mood because you have to watch i kind of flip-flop with those two hmm. i'm kind of the opposite wait with those two what those two ideas. I I'm more like I I kind of need to be in a certain mood to watch Groundhog Day. But oh, I see. Okay, inside okay. Lou Davis, I could pretty much you know if someone was like, well, watch inside, yeah, uh, yeah, let's yeah. watch it. That and Roadhouse. <laughs> For- Actually, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, I would also do that. I mean, if somebody, if somebody, this. <laughs> this fictional this character magical person who just wants to show up and watch movies like, with me. Hey, hey do you want to watch Inside Lewin <laughs> Davis? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dream. That's our uh, dream yeah. come true. <laughs> so for me, I think they all have a lot of rewatchability. They do factor to yeah, them. I can't believe I'm not even thinking about my own movie. Attack the see because I'll I'll I'll, right. I'll yeah. talk about Attack the Block yeah. uh, since we haven't brought it up yet. Like I feel that movie has so much going for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. in so many ways, it is such. This time when I was watching it, I was really, this sounds stupid. What? I was really connecting with the socioeconomic oh. undertones mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. In a way that I hadn't really done before. Like, it's always been there, and I've always known that that's sure. what they were doing. But this time watching it, a lot of it just felt um, more... Uh, rich to me i feel you i feel you and and you're right i'm not i'm it's part goes back to my self-conscious about submitting it as my contender i guess yeah because it doesn't feel as important yeah and as big yeah right Mm -hmm. it's such a small movie but you're right like from a watchability it's also the same and i i guess i just don't picture a world where it's just showing on TNT right. every third weekend or something because it, right. it absolutely is one that you could jump in at any moment and just be on board also. But the transformation of Moses yeah. in Attack the Block, I yeah. feel is so r- rewarding mm-hmm. and so... <laughs> no, and, um, and he is such the perfect hero. Yeah. He's yeah. so fucking good. Well, oh. and I, I feel... Like, I mean, Groundhog Day, I really appreciated Andy McDowell's character a lot more mm. this time watching it than I had probably ever. And I appreciated their romance a lot more. Sure. Um, and I think <laughs> the when he finally... Changes a little bit? Gets her at the end. It <laughs> felt... For some reason, it felt more romantic than it had in a long time. And I feel like anytime I can watch a movie and come away with something new, mm. after having seen it so many times, mm-hmm. um, the way my feelings can change towards 
a particular movie is like that's rewatchable to mm. me. Okay. So and to me, a re a movie that's really rewatchable is one that you can either watch with intent or passively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I actually feel like all three of these movies you can watch passively and really enjoy it. Yeah. Or yeah. you can watch it with intent and try and like pick it apart and look for things under the surface and all of them have that. Yeah. I agree. Inside Lewin Davis has so much of that and I think that's that was a really heated episode if you guys remember where we were our, <laughs> Tucker and I were arguing about um like I don't the merits of like pop artists and oh, oh that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. oh my god yes that's right um, <laughs> that's right and I really liked that episode too yeah. but um, <laughs> um well. I mean th- that movie still evokes and honestly watching inside lewin davis this morning there was a lot i was getting out of it and discovering new things to like about it and appreciating new things about it mm. that i hadn't noticed before or like this time watching it i was so <laughs> gripped and touched by the moment when he's about to leave the cat in the mm. car uh-huh. on the road trip that moment to me had hit me harder than it ever had i think watching it this time and i don't know why maybe (laughs) it's just where i am in my life but like leaving that cat behind knowing what's about to happen (laughs) about how the loop is just going to restart he's going to continue to be stuck yeah Mm -hmm. and still be willing to he's still going to (laughs) sacrifice a shred of his humanity (laughs) (laughs) to pursue this he, he knows Sorry. that it's probably not going to happen, right? Yeah. He's self-aware enough to know that he's an asshole and any success that any chances that he's going to get, he's going to flounder because that's just what he does yeah. mm-hmm. and he knows it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know it because I've seen the movie before. I know he has no hope. The cycle will repeat. Oh my God. <laughs> um. So him leaving that cat behind, it's just like, God damn it. You can't yeah. help yourself, man. You can't help yourself. Yeah. It's so uh sad. <laughs> yeah. So where are we going to land with this? Also, I don't know if we addressed this at the time and and if that's why it like popped into my mind. Um, but watching Groundhog Day this time at the end, I was like, this is kind of a dark ending um, mm-hmm. because he's been there for 10,000 years or something. Right. Yeah. And when he's like, let's live here, I'm like. That's a little fucked up. He's like <laughs> trapped in his trauma. Oh, he's oh never going to be able to leave. He's been there for the 10,000 years. He won't know how to function anymore anywhere it's else. True. Like this is a really kind of a scary ending. I think we did bring that up the last time as well. Yeah, we did. We should have if we didn't. I think Groundhog Day for me speaks like the themes of Groundhog Day speak to me more profoundly than the other two movies. I think yes. it, I think it's more universal. I think the themes are more universal even if it's not something that people are consciously thinking about all the time, but I think it's something that everybody I, I think it's dealing with themes that everybody grapples with. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. was it but people just um grapple with it in different ways like either through religion or you know meditation or whatever 
um, or spirituality. It's dealing with themes that I think are so universal. Plus, too, my thinking about Groundhog Day is that it's, I think we, we talked about this with multiplicity. Multiplicity. It's like the only actually good Harold Ramis movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it so, only good? No, there's... um. He did some other comedies, right? Oh, Vacation, yeah. Yeah. But but what does rewatchability mean for us here in this category? Yeah. I think they're all rewatchable. Which one is the most rewatchable? For me, (laughs) for me, it would probably be Groundhog Day, if I'm being honest. Me too. That's why I, I just like going with the gut that pops into my head when I think of all three of these, the gut that pops in my head, but the, the what p- comes up inside when I first think of that is Groundhog's Day for me as well. Groundhog Day. I also think there's other, I I mean, I go back and forth a lot on which Coen Brothers movie is my favorite, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I I could we say we that- We don't have to pick favorites. I, it could <clears throat> be to pick a favorite inside Lou and Davis, but I don't know that it is. Yeah, it's, it's I, up there. It's I, pretty up there. It's up there. I mean, raising Arizona. It's usually the I know one you're I'm a watching. lady. You're a lady killer. <laughs> huh? It's usually whichever one I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm a serious man guy, though. Right. I yeah. fucking loved Macbeth. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. So, uh, we know you're an intolerable cruelty uh, guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've actually never seen it. Um, I was shocked how much I liked. Macbeth. Macbeth. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked it so much is that I was not expecting to love it as much <laughs> yeah. as I did. And I... Who knew, like, well, editing it for TV would make it uh, a more watchable film. <laughs> um, my vote's for Lewin Davis, but... Shut your mouth. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> you guys you guys have, outvote me, so yeah. it's okay. Go, gr- but, Groundhog um, Day. I've seen Lewin Davis more than I've seen Groundhog Day, and I think... We get it. You're will, pretentious. That will continue. <laughs> No, I'm depressed. Uh, I've seen Groundhog Day <laughs> the most. Me too. Yeah, I mean Groundhog Day, t- and that's. But I think I, Groundhog Day also deals with depression. Yeah, you know, yeah. like if anything, you should it be does. watching it that just movie. Does more. not. I. Yeah, you're. It you're doesn't a, connect you're with a, me. You're I know. A, a now, mouth, if we were talking yempo. about what about Bob? <laughs> I have more attachment to what about Bob? Sure, because he's an emotional mess. It's also a funny movie about these things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not because I'm a pretentious snob. It's just Groundhog Day. That just happens to be part of it. I don't know. Groundhog Day. It just didn't. It's too bubblegum. It doesn't connect. It's too. It's it's, it's down to the argument. It's down to the argument. But for some reason, it's down to the argument we had during that brand of movie. That one, while I like it a lot and I understand its merits, it's not one of my personal favorites for whatever reason. Upbeat and happy. Is it? In the end, it has a sense it of happiness not. to it. But I know, but you have a to sense. look for it. You have to look for it. But that's part of why. It's the same reason why you don't like bubblegum pop music. because I love bubblegum pop music. No, we're we're going to have to relitigate this whole thing. That was the whole <laughs> argument. Just good bubblegum pop music. Oh, my God. You didn't even recognize Abu Di Abu Da a minute ago. That's not good <laughs> pop music. What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I That's well annoying dance music or something. If we go, if we move to best in show, let's do it. I think inside Lewin, yeah. I think and inside Lewin yeah. Davis is a better movie it's, than it's, Groundhog Day. It's yeah. a, it, it, I think, I mean, I want to, I want to sing the merits of of Attack the Block because you know, working with the budget yeah. it had, it looks fucking great. Still looks fucking great. Yeah, it's a, it's a terrific movie. 
as we as you like Moses his character develops and turns from just like almost to the point where I don't believe him as a just a like a, a street thug because he seems so heroic and I know he's going to be a hero so the beginning part is hard to revisit in terms of like putting myself in believing that he's actually a threat to the people at the beginning because he's so great but whatever I'm just yeah. I'm just rambling because Inside Lewin Davis is to me the best in show with Attack the Block just to speak on like the Moses thing I love <laughs> the way Attack the Block gives you glimpses of both sides of Moses, yeah. like the mm-hmm. thug at the beginning, yep, yep. Yeah. but also the child that is yeah. just trying to impress the only people he, he knows, knows yeah. the only people that he's close mm-hmm. with. And he... That do you have a younger brother moment? Yes. Yeah. It's, really it's a, honestly, it's like a perfect movie moment. It's mm-hmm. like a perfect storytelling moment, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where that re- the reveal that he is just he's like 15. fifteen or something. He's fifteen, yeah. and he's got a little kid room. Yeah, because he's a little he's kid. A little kid. Well, not even just that he's a little kid, but where is he supposed to get anything else? Right. Yeah. Right. He's with the, his parents are out of the picture. We don't yeah. know what yeah. their deal is. He lives with his uncle, who's not really around. Yeah. His uncle's not buying him new stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the only thing that he's getting is like, he's maybe getting some like thrifted clothes or like stealing clothes mm-hmm. you know like and it's only to impress his group of friends yeah and the and ma- hi hats and maintain his his rep yeah yeah because that's what he thinks he's has to do and the whole movie unfolding in a way where it's like you don't you can be more than your circumstances yeah. is <laughs> so beautiful well and, and the, that- how how he comes to grips with that at the end is yeah. I think really beautiful. And the scene he's of him. He's got the most heroic turn of anyone in any movie that we've watched. Yes. To me, I, he's just amazing. And it feels natural. Yeah. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel cheesy to me. No. It right. feels really earned mm-hmm. and really. Yeah. It feels like, he, okay, this is what I got to do. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And. Maybe Furiosa. The way, the, <laughs> the way. Well, honestly, in that movie, it's more Max than Furiosa. Okay. That has a heroic turn. Yeah, Because okay, Furiosa right. is a hero from the beginning. From the go. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, we you're just right. know she has a dark past, but she's heroic throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Max is the one who actually has the arc in the movie. True. So when right. people say it's not actually a Mad Max movie, it gets me a little miffed because he's the character with an arc in that movie. And you're like, mm, really? Is okay. that- you wouldn't like him when he's miffed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. You don't want to get me miffed, don't brother. Don't get him miffed. So uh, anyway, best in show. Lou and Davis, Lou and is, Davis. Yeah, is best in show, but yeah, yeah, they're all they're all great. So it's that's why I feel like it's a like second chance. The the only thing I would say in that category that I think pushes Lou and Davis over for me is that it feels like that movie feels so much like its character. Like yeah. it feels like such a perfect work. Whereas the other things have a lot of really cool character and interesting ideas and things like that. But yeah. they are wrapped in genre movies. Yeah. Essentially, which kind of a bit, it, it, it makes it feel less um, important. Something I, not important, but I'm, I mean, substantial in some way well, because it's like, oh, well, it's it's still surrounded by attacking aliens. And right. Like time cool loops. slow motion thing. You know, it's like. You know, it's 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 playing in those trappings, yeah, and which doesn't feel as, um, and I don't want to 
denigrate that at all because I fucking love those movies. Right, and that's right. That's part of why I love movies to begin with. Right. But, but yeah, Lewin Davis Lewin just Davis, feels like it, such a thing unto itself. It feels like art. It feels more like yeah. art than the... Well, and for me, Inside Lewin successful Davis... Successful art. ...is just as captivating as those other genre movies. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is just the story of a guy living his life. Yeah. And it doesn't need anything extra no. to... Well, uh, and even the magical realism of it isn't even there. It just implies it in a way that works so well. Right. Yeah, because it's not... It's not mag- actually a loop. It just feels like a loop. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's which such is, a... Sni- it's a thematic loop. It's such a nifty trick that they pull. Yeah. I, I really like it. Because, yeah, I mean, watching it again, like, it isn't the exact same footage at the beginning as it is at the end. Right. But in your brain, you think it is. And the dialogue is almost the right. exact same. The dialogue, but it isn't exactly the same, which right. is important. And mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. It, it, so it's got some... It's funny that I'm I'm so on board with this because Groundhog Day is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a perfect movie. I mean, I think I was going nuts about that during that first time we, right. we talked about it because it is like That's a perfect thing, though, I, film. I think also that Groundhog Day, because I, I think Inside Llewyn Davis is one of the best movies of all time too. Yeah, yep, yep. So do I. But I don't think it would end up on those lists whereas mm-hmm. I think Groundhog Day would. would. Yeah. Well, I, and that's, more, uh, I'm wondering a broader, if, a broader well, love. It's also 20 years kind of, older, right? Sure, but so. it's also like... I, I don't it know. It was the, a pop. It's always been a popular yeah. movie. Lewin Davis is not okay. going to enjoy yeah. that kind of. Never. Yeah, that's true. Lewin Davis isn't even, I think, that popular necessarily amongst fans of the Coen brothers. I bet not. I bet Coen, like people who are actually into the know. Coen brothers are. I be interesting to have a Coen fan poll every few years. To see where things stand. Well, didn't you, did you listen? You listen to the Cohen discussion or whatever that podcast was with uh, Michael Swain. Yeah, yeah, Cohen Brothers Brothers. Yeah, the yeah, Cohen Brothers Brothers. It. Yeah, oh, I feel like they fucking sang its its praises. I think people acknowledge how good that it's a good movie. But I think it was in their top like hand, like three maybe, or four of but their. I just I and they're the they're the litmus test. <laughs> you just hear people. Yeah, like Fargo is talked about way more. Yeah, No Country is talked about way more. True. Raising Arizona is talked about way more. Yeah. than Inside Lewin Davis, yeah. you know. And I feel like, and it's not like they have a, a couple unfair. that are like, like Fargo. Um, I feel like it's better than Fargo. Like when we I watched, do too. It, so do yeah. I. Well, that's why and I beat I, Fargo. Wasn't Fargo the other one in that? But they, yeah. I was saying yeah. they have like some big like, yeah, broad yeah. broad appeal movies. That yeah, like, like Oh Brother Where Art Thou's got huge broad appeal yeah. even though it didn't do i don't think it did well did it? no it, i don't think it did i remember I think, getting terrible reviews when it came out i don't think, I remember, I don't think any I of their movies it. did well until um, no country basically and even no country wasn't well fargo phenomenal. did well. fargo did well, well. fargo did really well like they had those it wasn't a like a blockbuster yeah, right. but it was a hit it was received yeah yeah and it made a bunch of money I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it on like, the episode. I know that's what There's going to be a contingent in the Cohen fandom that's all that's all Lebowski too. Oh, I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like There's yeah. yeah, like cults around. But I think I think inside Lewin Davis might could. I mean, I was saying before that like I don't know if that's if it was like if I had to choose one Cohen Brothers movie, yeah. would inside Lewin Davis be the one I don't know I don't know I don't know either um because if I have to pick one I want it to be funnier <laughs> uh, I don't know I even as I said that I'm like I don't movies, know like there's like they're all funny like 
Yeah. Even the ones that don't feel that funny are super funny. Yeah. Um, but then no it's country like, is funny. Yeah. No country fun- is yeah, funny. Really funny. It's stuff. hilarious. It's so hilarious. You guys fucking funny. So it's fucking like funny. fall on the floor. Funny. Yeah. Like <laughs> the funniest movie I've ever right. seen. Probably it's like fucking punch um, a fucking <laughs> divot hole into your forehead. Funny. I, I, I felt like I always are like, I'm like, <laughs> it's my hole. favorite, my favorite funny Cohen. Like I'm always giving myself that yeah. leeway of like raising Arizona. Sure. Yeah. Funny Cohen. And then my favorite, right? But like, but even a serious the, man is funny. Inside Lewin Davis is, is really funny. funny. Yeah, like the it's hard to say. The uh, but burn it's after probably t- top five Cohen for me. Burn after reading is hilarious. So funny. Burn after reading is I think. Why are we doing this? Maybe their most <laughs> underrated movie. Okay, stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Cohen Bur- Brothers. Burn movies after reading again. is their most underrated comedy. I think you're right. Okay, I, th- I will <laughs> agree stop. with that. Give it the car. Give it the mark. Let's go. Although Hail Caesar okay. needs more. Did you write it in there? I, oh, okay, I thought as, you just yeah. wrote a mark. On Can't it. you see? I wrote Lewin Davis right there. Yeah, that's definitely Lewin Davis right there. There it is. Um, okay, most unexpected. So it's Groundhog Day one, Inside Lewin Davis one, uh, Attack of the Block zero. Most unexpected. Attack the Block. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to do this. I, I, I've because of stuff I've already been saying, right? Like it's a low budget film. It's a nowhere film. It didn't. It came out of nowhere, right? Like I, I don't, I don't know the history, but the, I feel like it wasn't. It's not like it's made by a known person. It's not a known commodity. It's just you know they well, it was coming in on Edgar Wright's name, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's not even connected to it. He right? is. He he's produced it. Okay, but uh, okay. But what, that's my point. Joe is Joe Cornish? They, uh, what did he do? Is this does that his first? This is his first movie. Yeah. That's his first movie. But he, I think he had written a couple things. And it's what's his yeah, name's first like new he, Moses, whatever that. What's his name? John Boyega. It's his first film. Yeah. Um, Cornish. This was his first directorial. Uh, had he written some stuff? Or? I think he. Uh, oh yeah, he. I feel like it was a name we had kind of heard already, but. So he was, I think, a. He, he had. Um, a show called the Adam and Joe show, which oh. is like a pretty popular British sketch show. Oh, Jim, Jim, Jeru. Um, yeah. Harry Potter, that sort of thing. So, Oh my God. British. I never sure. saw yeah. it. Hello, I'm sure there's people who are like, it's the best show ever made. Probably. Most of them are over in, yeah. on the Island there. But so he wrote the adventures of Tintin. Okay. Was that before? Yes. Well, same year actually. Okay. Uh, attack the block. Uh, he wrote and directed Ant-Man he wrote oh really and then he wrote and directed uh, The Kid Who Would Be King which I never saw because Ant-Man was originally going to be Edgar Wright Edgar Wright yeah that's right Um, oh god that would have been fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) and he's doing a sequel to Attack the Block it's oh, oh yeah, that's right. It's I heard currently that. in development yeah, with okay. Boyega. Yeah, I heard coming that. back. Cool, but um, to me, it was the most unexpected, right? Like it's just this little simple story, and you don't even know, especially the first time you watch it, you're not really sure what's going to happen. I mean, because I got to go back to the first time we watched it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Is, did you get something unexpected this time, Brett? Well, honestly, I was feeling like I was feeling like in terms of watching it sandwiched between the other two the other two groundhog day and inside lewin davis i was f- kind of feeling like 
attack the block had no chance. Me too. And was feeling like, and honestly, I was kind of feeling like I'm going to find stuff in this that I don't really like. Or I was feeling like a little. That you don't like? What do you mean? Oh, no, I was feeling like that's what I was going to experience when I was go- like mm. about to watch it. Okay. Like I was kind of expecting it to come down a notch for some reason. Uh, and it went up. And it went up. Yeah, because mm. it's, uh, it's a surprisingly good film. It's like tight. It's there's yeah. no wasted energy. I mean, all three of these, I guess, but it feels most unexpected here because it is the guy's first time out. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I feel like I don't even need to say anymore. It just it's it cool, and because it's, a cool it's movie. because it's deeper than what it is presenting. Right, mm-hmm. right. is really unexpected to me because of mm. the genre that it's in. Yeah, because of the way it's being presented. Yeah, because all three of them have exactly that too. Yeah, yes. but. I feel like it's the most unexpected in this film. The Coen brothers, you you expect you expect, you expect, it, to expect like it to be twenty five years into their career, you expect it to be layered and amazing, layered and be nihilistic in <laughs> some form, some fashion, funny, and funny, dark, yes. and moving. I mean, but th- and it's not that <laughs> it's I'm unexpected in that you expect it and. It's still but better then than you like, expect. It's fuck, how do they do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time. I, I yeah, expected yeah. it to Almost. be good, and it was somehow even better than <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's and like there's no way to predict how awesome it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, ironically, Groundhog Day is the least, satisfies us the least in my, for me, because yeah. it, it is just, I mean, it's Bill Murray, Harold Ramis. You expect it to be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And you expect it to be funny, and it's fucking funny. Yeah. And but you also might not expect it to be as like, tight and amazing as go it down out. in history as one of the best movies. No, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, but again, true. it's suffering from being thirty years old, and so it just like it's not unexpected. I expect it to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the first time I watched it, of sure. course, yeah. I thought it was better than I. Well, actually, I don't know. I expected to laugh and find it funny, and I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but to I, I would say attack the block. Yeah, me too. for me. Sure. Was in, yeah. uh, even in this context, I, I was really surprised by yeah. how easy it was to watch the movie and how easy it was to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why I was feeling like it was going to be kind of a tough watch. Hmm. Oh, you thought it was going to be a tough watch. That's I knew kind of what I was getting at before. I, gotcha, is I, I kind gotcha. of was oh, feeling sure. like it's going to be a tough yeah, watch. Well, no, I feel this. I felt the same way because I'm like, well, those other two feel like they're up here, and this yeah. is kind of. It's a, it's definitely it's a the underdog yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, it's definitely the one outlier where it's like the other two movies are renowned sure. filmmaking entities yeah. in more than one capacity. Yeah. I and, mean, Groundhog Day is on the AFI list, right? Right. So. Yeah. And uh, Coen Brothers, you're just like they're in their own category of. Yeah, mm-hmm. filmmakers to that the almost that never miss. Kind of didn't yeah. want him to be able to pick one from there. <laughs> well, here we are. Like playing to win or not? <laughs> so I, I like how your guys are like, well, you could pick Fargo. <laughs> Just have it be really relitigate <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. One to one to one. one That's to one how to it one. should be. Yes. That's how it should be. So now we're down to Cry Marcho Part Two. Oh baby, oh, it's a big daybreaker. Here we go. What What's do we got? Gonna, what do we get to piss on? It's gonna be fun. Who goes okay. first? You go okay. first. Cry Marcho. What well, do you got? What do you got for Cry Marcho? Tuck. I don't know. I'm so bad at Cry Marcho anymore. Groundhog Day made me watching it this time made me feel 
happy sad yeah. when I was watching it. Yeah. And and uh, look, me, tell me if right now if you guys don't have the bam, 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 go through your head the <laughs> entire time because every time you say the words it's like that's all I'm hearing sorry I well I didn't you. until now but thanks <laughs> I did mean to interrupt you but I don't didn't mean to stop you go ahead um <laughs> there I'm there there are things about it that were kind of cry macho to me but in a more emotional way like a more way that just hit me in the heart mm-hmm. and in the soul in a and I don't want to say more than the other two movies cuz but I as I was watching it I it led me to feel feel feelings and Brett oh. we know how you are with not feeling so this was it was a cathartic moment for you yeah. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Every, everybody that listens to this know, knows you're, that you're, I'm just like the biggest cook simp like, out there. <laughs> cook what? Simp. 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 Like something, <laughs> something awakened inside me. Watching no, Ground I don't know. Day. There, I think there were just certain discussions, certain lines of dialogue in the movie that I felt connected to yeah. that were, I could put in the category of crime macho. Sure. But unfortunately, nothing, nothing in particular. Well, unfortunately, this was almost two weeks ago at this point. Sure. And I yeah, cannot recall the what they well, were having. <laughs> I well, should have taken notes. But also, and I feel like we had this during the opera. Like, to me, it almost is an entire crime macho film, right? There's just so many in it. Like, all the stuff with Phil, uh, Tobolowsky, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, that's from a crime macho aspect, though. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, like. I was what? thinking about, him, you know, he had to break some eggs. Um <laughs> Along the way, like he had to break that girl's heart, uh, getting a piano lesson every day. Um, oh, the little he, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had to be a dick to her every a, day. Have, you've had to go to piano lessons at one point in your life. She Nobody, looked bummed. Yeah. But that's one day out of her. Yeah. Life. But she doesn't remember it. Like, it's not like every day she's like, oh, again. No, it's new every time. Yeah, but it's also just the disappointment of not having piano lessons for one afternoon. That's just that saying. disappointment lasts until she gets to the. To Those the, were the things the I was concentrating she, on. She she doesn't want to be there. No, no kid wants <laughs> no. piano lessons. That kid was, if anything, very excited. Yeah, as exactly. soon as they realized sure. what they yeah. the no, reality they have a of the free situation. half hour. Yeah, <laughs> it also felt like by the time we got to that perfect day this time, like I was like, there's no way that he has managed this whole town's business in such a way that everyone knows. And it talks to in him as day. if he's been living there for 10,000 years. You know what? Really? Actually, <laughs> I was, you that's, know what? That's not a crime macho. Sorry. No, it's not. I was yeah. just, these are just the thoughts I was having. The, what really was the crime macho for me is the opposite of that, mm-hmm. which is that the fact that what really kind of cemented in my mind when I was watching Groundhog Day this time was the fact that he doesn't know that the loop is about to end. Mm-hmm. Mm. And for all we know, he could have already had this day or a very a day very close to this day before yeah. that we hadn't seen. True, and, I suppose. I mean, the impl- the implication is that he's hit the perfection, and so that's why he's able to get out. The implication is that kind of, kind of, they kind of give away a little bit with those tickets when he's got tickets to. Um, what is it? WrestleMania? Yeah, he's got oh, WrestleMania yeah. tickets. How did he get tickets to WrestleMania in 1993? You but you can't order those online. What I mean, exactly. Is, but what so I he he had them with him. The I whole don't time. think this is real. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, though, is that 
he could have had days that he would have considered perfect days mm-hmm. before. Gotcha. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And those days came and went. Just the same. Just the same. He yeah. could have had days um, with so, Rita that mm-hmm. were beautiful. I mean, he did have a beautiful day with Rita, yeah, right? That first mm-hmm. time, yeah. That first time. Yeah. He could have had many of those. Yeah. He could yeah. have had days where he ended at that party and was playing piano for everybody and everybody loved him and everybody was having a good time. Yeah. And the day came and went and the Maybe. loop restarted. So for all he knows, yeah, it's just going to be, another it's one. just going to restart the next day. And mm-hmm. he is totally okay with that. Yeah. And it's that to me. is so a, I just find macho, the though? sheer volume of shit that he would have to do. Yeah, but that if you, one I day, find that I don't. I, that does not trouble me at all. If you all you had to do was that, you would become a master of all the things in your life. That's the point. I, I think it's the all you it's had to the do towns, was focus on right. The town's this. familiarity with him is what is what I well, think. But by then he's up there playing the piano and all. I mean, you, you get yeah. yeah but it's as if he's it personally touched every person's life. In not that, just in the that, handful that yeah. come up to say hi to him, and he has like he saved that guy's life. The mayor, the mayor's it's life. Lot, yeah, I mean, he's, he's done a do. lot of stuff. Well, I know. I, I, it's, it's, it's a small tr- town, dude. How much do you think is going on on February second? The other- everything <laughs> that happens in that town happens on February second. <laughs> it's their whole year. The other thing about it, though, that's kind of a, an emotional cry macho to me, is that the. What he, what Phil Connors gets to take with him now moving forward, sure. Of that, for all he knows, he could go on to the next day, and, and then it happens again, and it happens again for another thirty yeah. years, another thousand, ten thousand years, <laughs> and w- I, th- I imagine he would be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like I imagine he's learned. It's like the next comic episode, comic book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah his, Groundhog his, Day Part 2 is just yeah. the next day, right? And he gets t- stuck in a loop again. What if instead he comes out of the loop and then he like, can't function. You chose poorly and like a- ages 10,000 <laughs> years all at once. Oh, oh maybe. Like in Last Crusade. You know? But I think he would be okay with that too. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked. Like his oh, yeah. his he, brain he's is a completely weirdo messed. at this point, oh, man. Completely crazy. Yeah, for, he, would he would be, be he insane. would be out of his mind. Yes, for inside Lewin yeah. Davis, the scene with the cat, I think the oh it, in the car in the car in the car. Yeah, I think is perfect. Yeah. Can I also say one other thing about Phil though? I think oh, he's, sure. I think he's gonna get hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> like he's got to have all the traffic so memorized of where he's walked and everything. Oh, yeah. Like nothing's been new for how long? Sure, he's gonna walk right in front of a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of Something confidently walking, right instead away. of confidently walking out into that day, you should be like, uh, you should be like uh, uh, holding your arm, like uh, where's uh, right? <laughs> where's the everything? Yeah, yeah. that actually would. There, I mean yeah. that. That would be a bummer to end the movie that way, but he would just be completely off balance. Just right. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, sorry. In the cat in the car. Yeah. The cat in the car is a cry macho for yeah. me this time. I find it perfect. I find so thematically in tune with the rest of the movie. It's almost like the, to me, it's almost like the mission statement of the movie. Really? Wow. Yeah. Far out, man. <laughs> I just because the cat has been it feels like Lewin Davis's tether to being a good person. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess so. He's 
Because he's he's an asshole, right? We talked about that in the Lewin Davis episode. Yeah. He's an asshole, but he's not so much of an asshole that he's just like intentionally hurting people. You know, he's not going out of his way to hurt anybody. Well, and in fact, when he can, he want will try and do the right thing. Yeah. That's what the cat is, right? The cat is him trying to do do the right thing for the the Gorfiends are his friends. Yeah. They let him crash there. He let their cat out. He's going to hold on to the cat, even he's though it's an inconvenience. He's trying to do what he can. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just he can't do anything right. Right. He just yeah. can't. He can't. It's a, it's the, it's a piece of responsibility thrust upon him. Yes. That from his own yeah. ineptitude. Right. And he, But he takes it on. Right. It's kind of like he's not giving up. Like right. that cat means he's not giving up yet. Exactly. Well, and then yeah. soon after he drives and like you see him look at the turnoff to go see the kid or, you know, potentially mm-hmm. stop and see the kid who's presumably his. Right. Yeah. And responsibility. Then, and then he, he maybe kills the cat right after that. Oh, that was before that. That was on the way home because he, he, he leaves the cat on the way there. That's his last stop before mm. he leaves the cat. And then on his way home, he's, hitchhiking with the guy he's driving the guy's car who just wants to sleep right pa- drive his pa- drives past the akron sign and then down the road a ways sees the cat in the road or oh, thinks he I sees the cat in that. the road oh that's right. right and then swerves off and then like goes outside to look and there's no sign of it that's right so it, he could have killed it yeah, or yeah. he could have hallucinated it because he's going on like no sleep okay that's right uh or it could have got away or whatever you know you don't sure. know I for me the crime watcher from that See? movie is and the, that's uh, that, that's that that thing. Cohen thing the that's magical it. realism that's not really magical realism right yeah. yeah that's that responsibility he just passed oh right yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh like, yeah of course it is <laughs> yes. yeah, of course that. it is yeah yeah so I think that to me is such a I it, it never really uh, materialized in my brain that way right. of like how important that is yeah. thematically to the movie of him leaving behind that cat in the car. Is really important, yeah. and it, w- the, it was a real like special like as, and as far as like cry Marcho Pardu goes. Marcho, why are we yeah. calling it this? Because <laughs> I misspoke last oh, time, okay. <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> um, the cry Marcho Pardu of it all is <laughs> the when it's a movie that doesn't necessarily like need to be in the movie. <laughs> but it just adds something to the movie that like really I see. solidifies your love for it. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of, for me, it's just the, Oh, <laughs> cause you could really have inside Lewin Davis without the cat subplot. And oh, it would sure. pretty much yeah, the be the same is... movie. Right. And you yeah. could deal with a lot of the same things in the movie, but the fact that it's yeah. added in there is such a, fun wrinkle in his sure. journey mm-hmm. well and up until that point you just assume that that's going to be the thing and he's just going to carry the fucking cat around and then he leaves it and you're like what the fuck yeah you're like yeah. oh you're an asshole yeah. you'll yeah. you'll do what you have to do yeah. to fail yeah <laughs> um attack the block to me is filled with a lot of crime yeah, to things. me the biggest crime macho though is at the very end when the whole neighborhood is crying out uh, Moses like that just feels like um, I don't know that fills me yeah. it fills me in a way that <laughs> neither of you the two movies do it fills, fills me up. up fills me up fills me up to the fucking brim <laughs> I'm yeah, overflowing yeah. yeah 
I'm grossing myself out right now. I want to throw up. <laughs> um, Attack the Block is does have a lot of cry macho part due to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that whole like third act basically, or, or from when he decides to go have the hero turn. Actually, for me this time, it was realizing how big of an asshole the character of Bruis is. Yeah. Bruce is like the rich kid who's there to buy weed from oh, yeah. uh, Nick yeah. Frost's character. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's not like a bad uh, person or anything, he's just but he's a he, fucking ass. He's a dipshit. Yeah. He's an ass. And he's clearly very, very privileged. Yeah. And yeah. more so than I even recognized before, I think. I think there were certain things that he said this time that I may have, that may have like, glo- like glossed over me or went over my sure. head or something before. But just how much of a like rich prick that he actually is yeah. is really awesome. really funny to me yeah. <laughs> when he's uh, arriving at the beginning and he's listening to like the like gangster rap K- he's listening to krs1 like, oh okay yeah and he's yeah he's being all bad and whatever and it, it reminded me of um of uh, office space yes <laughs> yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. Michael, michael bolton with the <laughs> oh my god yeah 100 yeah. oh <laughs> percent uh-huh. um so for me it's attack the block Oh, most oh that's for you. <laughs> yeah. For you. For me, it's Attack it's the Block. It's Attack the Block. Because it doesn't feel, I mean, I your whole your whole thesis on Inside Lewin Davis, I agree with, but that doesn't fulfill it to me to the extent that that sense that What about sense this? Of, a, A, or G, 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 Oh, my God. C, that was also, G. yeah, that was also <laughs> one. That was the first thing I thought of, uh, actually. Like, yeah, that yeah. was the one that was in my head for sure. Oh, yeah. G, G, D. Oh, John Goodman. <laughs> I just... Oh, I just feel I watched like... that movie too. You told me last week or last time the um the Saturday Night Live guys, their movie the Please Don't Destroy Mystery. Yeah, yeah, that movie. It was funny. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I like. Oh, it. you didn't watch it? No, what's it called? Again? I think I told you. About yeah, he told. It. I think oh, I you mentioned did. it. But yeah. what is oh, it again? You were talking about. Uh, it's the Treasure Please. of so- Foggy Mountain. It's yeah. the Please Don't Destroy. Yeah, I gotta movie. put that on my thing. That um, was funny. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. It was really good. <laughs> it got like. Uh, panned by critics and I was like what do you do you, have you guys not learned from like all these like cult classic comedy movies that you guys always fucking yeah, they hate destroy them. and then they <laughs> are awesome yeah and then a few years later they're always like oh, what a classic comedy yeah and like you shat all over it yeah fuck yeah fuck off you don't you don't get the, you don't get to claim no, this no Wet Hot's <sighs> the one that really sticks in my craw. Wet Wet Hot and MacGruber to yeah. me are the two that yeah, I'm just like for you, sure. Fuck you guys. You, you don't know shit. Movies ever. Yeah, you yeah. do not know shit. Um, okay. Wait, what made me think of that? Um, the cat. Oh, John Goodman. <laughs> oh, John Goodman. His narration. Oh yeah, he's a narrator, <laughs> yeah, right? He's yeah. Like, Oh, I'm John Goodman, by the way. He says at one point in his narration. I fucking love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that Conan's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this may have to be one I, I watch without my girlfriend. She's Maybe. She, she does not like the, the goofy goof. Um, oh, what's goofy goof? <laughs> like MacGruber. She doesn't like MacGruber? Nah. Oh, man. Just, it, didn't, it was too silly for her. She was just like... Yeah, this might be okay. too silly for yeah. her, but... She, it's real I realized fun. after, after like, subjecting her to it, and, like, yeah, she's just... She's not down with the silly. Uh, she's fine with it in small amounts, but, like, 90 minutes of it. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> um, So, Cry, cry Marcher... Cry Marcher... Cry Marcher, Pert Deer. 
I don't know. Like, I want to argue for Groundhog Day, but I feel if I do that, we will be in a stalemate. Yeah. Um, I feel like my vote right now. Lewin. Just, right now, it's just a battle of wills. I feel like. I feel like Lewin attack the. I block. feel like attack the block has actual crime macho. I think Inside Lewin Davis is a better film, and every aspect of what we've talked about really satisfies that but the crime macho of it all that special je ne sais quoi that just pops out <sighs> I oh I mean you oh. could almost call the crime macho category the Coen brothers category that's <sighs> so crime macho I feel but I, I'm not gonna disagree actually as I was just saying all that it was starting to <laughs> pop into my like, head of like now that I think about it it's kind of their deal yeah it's, it is kind of their deal all their details are so, so you you macho. have an, you have a, a clear conscience and make right. your selection Mr. Bado in inside Lewin Davis the other cry macho moment that is coming that was popping out for me is um the moment Lewin Davis realizes that Gus Friedman is not interested in what he's doing yeah is a very cry macho face that lewin davis makes oh yeah uh, when especially because what uh f murray abraham says is i don't see a lot of money here yeah yeah and it's like oh the face on lewin davis like the face that comes over him is like oh this is this guy represents everything, everything that I hate. Well, and then he mm-hmm. follows it up with the like, you should get back together with your partner or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, okay, Oof. yeah. But uh, the the uh, yeah, okay, all, okay, okay, all, okay, all okay, the emotions okay, you see in Oscar Isaac's face, yeah. yeah, as he's like realizing what has just happened. Yeah, yeah. I've gone all this way. Yeah. I left that cat behind. <laughs> I stepped yeah. in the ice water. <laughs> I stepped in the ice water. <laughs> I come all this way. I had to deal with John Goodman ODing in a fucking service restroom, service station restroom. Uh, I walked, I had to just walk miles and miles and miles. And now this guy is telling me what everybody has told me and it sucks. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm completely defeated and I have lost. (laughs) Yeah. His face in that moment, I feel like Mm -hmm. is pretty like, picturesque good yeah. acting but also really funny yeah, and yeah. also really just perfect it's, it's definitely right. got a je ne sais quoi you're right you're right it. you're right yeah they should take that still and make it the movie poster for yeah. the movie cry macho <laughs> <laughs> starring clint eastwood i agree <laughs> now <laughs> okay i i don't i don't hate that i i'm i'm I, oh, I mean, it's, it's okay tough. With me. It's tough because two of these are going to be dead forever. It's okay. Which I'm one fine do with, we want to live? I'm for, fine with Lewin Davis surviving this this bloodbath. Personally, me too. Yeah. Okay, I, me too. Yeah, I feel like Lewin Davis will continue to pay dividends. Yeah, forever, forever. Yeah. I mean, gonna, the other it's two might be hard as well, to not but... watch Groundhog Day ever again. <sighs> You're right. right? It's going to be mean, tough. It is going to be a bummer. It's going to really break a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. All right, Lewin Davis is coming back. Way to go, buddy. Market. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> does this count? Hey, as this? Um, who's yeah. does this count? It counts. Who? Well, it's not a full. Okay. Who? Uh, it counts. It counts. Uh, he picked the winner. <laughs> winner counts. Who picked Raising Arizona in that? Me. One? Was that you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't pick it. I was assigned. You were assigned. It. It. Yeah. yeah. What was mine? Yours was Fargo. Because I thought I had, I had inside. Right. He had Lewin Davis. Yeah. 
and we really all thought Lewin Davis was going to win. Yeah. And you're right. So now, uh, it gets it. but I don't think he should get the mark for it. Well, too late. You already put it on it's the board. There. Yeah, it's, it's on the board. There. Let's not be so stingy with the marks. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. It's a legitimate mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. All right. So congratulations to Tucker and Inside Lewin Davis. Sorry, Groundhog Day and Attack of uh, Block. You're dead forever. Sorry. So sad. Um, it's a bummer. We'll mourn you. We'll mourn you. Yeah. Um, so next week we're know. doing uh, a weird series. Oh, yeah. What are we even calling this? Oh, yeah, I guess we don't really have a name for it. Got a blind spot? Uh, we'll come up with a name, yeah. and we'll announce it on the next episode. But what we're going to be doing is we each picked a director uh, whose filmography that we're not really familiar with, and the other two of us, the other two of us guys mm -hmm. here in this room, con conferred and picked which director from our list we're going to make them watch a movie of that we right. feel is yeah. the most important one of their filmography to kind of kickstart. It's like blind their, spots. We have blind yeah. spots with certain directors. Yes. <laughs> and it's good. we're not going to find out who we've been assigned until the next episode. Until the mm -hmm. moment of. Okay. So we got our lists and we'll, we'll get all we've conferred. We've picked directors and movies and we'll announce that on the next episode. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Do all that normal podcast stuff that you normally hear. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Until then, <laughs> cry macho party. shitters. <laughs> and we're right, and we're right. And we're right. And we're right. That doesn't exist. Thank you.